One, two, is on? Well, let me talk to you. A little bit of the bubbly. Party, party, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! It's not hot! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGannon Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Chris, not Ronda Rousey's baby daddy, Matthews, joined by, as always, Garrett G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland, who may be Ronda Rousey's baby daddy. We don't know. What's going on, guys? <laughs> well, not Ronda Rousey's baby daddy. <laughs> At least has a two percent chance of being so. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you put me in a leg lock, that, that's gonna be your counter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if she had me in a, a rear naked choke, it might have might have just popped in who knows <laughs> <Good Lord. laughs> oh 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 and i'm done <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right uh social media guys follow us on twitter pod with one d instagram wrestle again and pod with two d's and follow the sister account for the underscore collection for some toy stuff. Uh, Facebook.com slash Russell getting pod with one D as well. YouTube.com slash for the collection. And be sure to buy some of our sweet merch for wrestling tees.com slash Russell getting podcast. And we still got some stuff up over on Redbubble. We apparently sold a sticker today. So this is super exciting. So, Thanks for hearing about that. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was the first logo I made. With all the macho man figures on it so so uh you can check out redbubble too which is uh redbubble.com slash people slash podcast um you can check out some of the designs on there um and big shout outs to some of our podcasting brothers uh, check out the fig cave uh he's got a new phil's got a new interview up with ted from wrestling for sale uh talking about some uh vintage uh, wrestling t-shirts merch stand stuff uh, definitely check that out if you're into that uh, run in podcast drop their new weekly episode as well and the call up weekly interviews um, up every single week so definitely check those guys out subscribe to them or if you listen to your podcast um, check out their YouTube channels as well for run in podcast and call up lots of fun stuff there um that's all I've got for that. Uh, not much follow-up from last week. Um, I do want to say that we are looking at doing another bonus episode of Mary to the Obsession. Uh, we'll do a, uh, I want to do a Q&A episode, so we're going to put up a uh, Twitter feed with some, some questions, suggestions on there as well. So we'll see where we go from there. And you better be in Carl's questions because they're, <laughs> how, how, I was just wondering how, how big it is. You know? 
How big, how big the collection is? How big the collection? <laughs> <laughs> how big is it? Dot dot dot. The collection that is. I I don't want to know. Did her mouth drop when she first saw it? were you surprised at how big how big it was you know the, the collection <laughs> so i wanted to know did it, do white guys have better collection <laughs> 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 oh man, I'm so, we're say, so. I was gonna say, what did you think about all the Titans sitting around? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is so. I'm making. I'm so making that into a T-shirt. <laughs> oh my god, did you see how big his? How big it was? I mean, the size of that collection. <laughs> Oh man, front and back. <laughs> oh, her jaw dropped when she saw the size of my and on the back say action figure collection. <laughs> oh man, that's great. I'm gonna trademark that. Someone's gonna steal it. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So yeah, so look for that soon. Uh probably in the next couple of weeks or so. Let's see how many questions we get. And please keep it clean. So, uh, don't be disrespectful, all that fun stuff, because that's a good way to get your band blocked and all that fun stuff. So, All right. So let's get in to the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline. You may do so by dialing one nine right, as always, the news is brought to you by Date Nights in a Box. Check out datenightsinabox.createjoy.com for a one-of-a-kind curated date night theme sent to your doorstep monthly. So if you're going to be stuck in the house, why not try Date Nights in a Box to help you plan a one-of-a-kind date night? You can also save some money by using the code BJ's in a box. Yes, that is BJ's as in blowjobs in a box at checkout. Sign up for your subscription today at datenightsinabox.cratejoy.com. And always remember, if you want to suck it, to wash your hands before you pee. (laughs) You don't want to pass on COVID. (laughs) Always wash your junk. Oh, man. So, uh, news this week. Uh, even one of the bigger stories, well, two big stories, actually, uh, about people getting fired. Uh, police was revealed that she was released from her AEW deal, uh, apparently blaming it on Thunder Rosa, saying that Thunder had uh, damaged her career by um, talking down about her to management and other stuff and i'm sure it had nothing to do with the the gift that's going around with uh her just completely no selling and being a total pain in the ass during her match with thunder rosa um on 
AEW Dynamite a few months back. <clears throat> she literally, I don't think she hasn't been seen on TV actually since around that time. I haven't seen her on TV in forever. The the biggest thing with this though is like Thunder or not Thunder Rose, Eva Lease is a hell of a talent. Yeah. And I just mm. think her attitude is I don't know if I, is, I don't know if I'd say hell of she's okay. She uh, she's better than half the women on the AEW's roster. That's AEW's roster. <laughs> I'm better than half the women on AEW's roster. I'm not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she is good in the ring. Okay, is that better? <laughs> I mean, she's decent. Okay, all right. <laughs> You're not winning with Carl. <laughs> nope. Her attitude is going to keep her from pretty much getting that much work to begin with. So, yep. like, if you've already you've been blackballed from WWE, you had issues in Lucha Underground, uh, specifically when Thunder Rosa came in, because Thunder Rosa worked as Cobra Moon on uh, Lucha Underground. So there were some issues there, and then that's I believe that's where their problem started was Lucha Underground, and then it just continued. Um, but Basically, Eva Lee said that she was the veteran and should be, should have been, you know, the lead in the match. And Thunder Rosa should have been following her lead and all this other stuff. And she felt like she wasn't doing that and was trying to steal the spotlight from her. And that's when she started throwing a temper tantrum and being professional and dealing with your issues backstage. Yep. I mean, every once in a while you get in a, a ring with a, a, you know, a veteran, but the other person, even though they may be younger, <laughs> is like miles and miles ahead of that veteran. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know? Hell, and take The like, Rock, for example. Yeah. You know? There's plenty of people that had more experience wrestling The Rock, but once they had a match with them, I'm pretty sure Rock called the fucking match. Yeah, because the biggest thing with The Rock is he... He could sense the crowd, like he had. He could play to the crowd better than most other people could. And if he felt, you know, the crowd was turning one direction, he could work in that direction with the crowd, or he can try to, or he can swing them back to the direction that they need to go. Like not just, you know, with the moves in the ring, but mannerisms, things like that, just stuff that he did. Like you look at the Rock and Hogan's match from WrestleMania 19. The Rock is supposed to be the face. And the Hogan was still doing all the heel stuff and everything he did, he got cheered. Everything the Rock did, he got booed. So then you saw Hogan start, you know, they called the audible between Hogan and the Rock, and you know, they switched it up. Rock started working the heel and Hogan started working face, you know, like a like three quarters away through the match. Like very few people can do that. And you know, I think that's Thunder Rosa is one of those people that could actually do that. <clears throat> I mean I, I'm not saying she's like there yet, but she's miles. Oh, def- compared to compared to Eva Lee, Thunder Rosa has definitely definitely got it, got that it factor compared to Eva Lee, which sucks because I am an Eva Lee fan and a Thunder Rosa fan. Yep, but we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, what else we got? Uh, MLW. Is coming to uh, Vice TV. 
So that's uh that's exciting. I forgot to put the date in here, but I know it's relatively soon. What's MLW? Uh, Major League Wrestling. They're currently on YouTube. Okay. Um, they've got that's where MJF was working before he went to AEW. Brian Pillman Jr., who's actually part of the New Heart Foundation, uh, okay. which was D.H. Smith, Teddy Hart, and him. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, Leo Rush is currently there. He holds one of their titles. Nice. And May 1st. May 1st will be the premiere day of MLW on Vice TV. May 1st, you get the premiere of MLW on Vice and the season three premiere of Dark Side of the Ring, which is going to kick off with the uh, with Brian Pillman. Which is cool. going to be a two-parter. So, so that's going to be awesome. I think Wednesday, that A, uh, A and E, um, ain't they doing like a few documentaries with some other wrestlers? Yeah, the the Austin one dropped this past Sunday. So last week, um, I did not get a chance to watch that one. I heard it was yeah, really good, was. though. Um, okay. I have I do have a YouTube link to watch it on, so... I'll fork it out to you. So last it was Austin last week. There's I can't remember who the hell was this week though. But um I can't remember who this what the schedule was, but yeah, so those those premiered this week and um uh, Most Wanted Treasures premiered this week as well. So both of those are rolling. It's pretty pretty solid if you're a wrestling fan. Well, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, more than likely you're a wrestling fan. So a lot of a lot of wrestling better related stuff. <laughs> so you got something pretty much every night of the week to keep you occupied wrestling related wise. Uh, let's see. Then the other big news story for this week. Um, Mickey James revealed that she got her uh, belongings sent to her from WWE, uh, which showed up inside a box. Um, and inside that box was a trash bag full of her stuff. Uh, apparently, she sent it out on Twitter, got personal apologies from Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, but uh, Apparently didn't stop there because the executive vice, the executive vice president of talent relations or whatever, uh, Mark Carano was terminated over it, as well as a few other people. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, as somebody that's had to uh, let people go before, I mean, you want to treat people with respect, you know, no matter how good or bad or or whatever you think um, they were. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. Okay. So she wasn't, they didn't hold her as high caliber as they hold like Trish and Lita and, you know, other women like that. But Mickey James still was a draw for WWE, obviously, because she's got, you know, there's legions of Mickey James fans out there. The grand, I think her best work was in was in TNA after she left WWE. But um 
but even when she came back, you know, she was still working decent feuds. Like her match with Asuka at that take at takeover was fantastic. Like mm-hmm. for the first time, Mickey wrestled in the WWE ring. Uh, the work that she did with Alexa Bliss was great. Helped Alexa get over more on the main roster. So you've got someone that has the knowledge and the and the experience to help get your women over, but you let her go for one. You know, granted, she we don't know if she was offered a trainer role or anything like that. She might have turned down, but I was like, but then that she gets released. You know, but okay, that happens. But to send her stuff to her in a garbage bag is just disrespectful, and it's not even just her. You know this. The same thing happened to Jillian Hall and, you know, slew other female talent that's been let go over the years. Uh, Maria is one of them. Um, uh, there's also reports of uh, Darren Young, um, you know, Fred Rosser on NWA talking about, you know, the harassment that he got from Mark Carano up to his up to him being fired, up to Darren Young being released. Like, yeah. He just didn't say anything. The crazy, the crazy thing is, though, is – like, how do they have stuff at WWE? Like, do they have like a locker or something? Or I could have an office center or something. Because, like, you think like probably... they, they wore tights or something. You think they'd have them with them, like in their like travel duffel bag or whatever? Like, I would yeah. think like WWE. Yeah, I mean, with them, here. with them recording out of one place, like they may have just had, you know, lockers set up, or they had like lockers set up at the performance center like their training yeah. stuff or whatever. So I could see possibly where that stuff came from. So. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was just messed up. So. It was pretty messed up. Yeah, not a lot of people were a fan of his to begin with. And nope. uh, a lot of that he's uh, very unapproachable and just not the type of person that you want to talk to about anything. So. Yeah, see, if it would have been me, I would have, uh, like, sniffed them a few times, washed them, and then put them up and on them, too. <laughs> uh, you probably would have had to have definitely washed them after you wore them a couple of times. So, <laughs> Taking those selfies in the mirror. <laughs> oh, this is man. probably tight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, uh, I sent it with uh, some lotion. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's the biggest stuff coming from the news this week. There wasn't really... I didn't see a whole lot of other stuff that was really worth talking about. Uh, those three were pretty good. Oh, actually, no. Um, Steve Mongo McMichael, this just broke today. Um, diagnosed with ALS. Oh, I thought you said he died. ALS no. is still pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the big thing that just came out this this evening, actually. Um, it sucks uh, for anybody to have to go through that um, or have to deal with that. Um, I mean, I remember uh, the Four Horsemen when I was watching, so he wasn't uh, – Like he wasn't the greatest wrestler, but he had a presence when he was on TV, um, and that was one of the big things. But like I said, it, it sucks to have to go through, yeah. especially with something like ALS. Um, 
definitely send send our thoughts and prayers out to Mongo's family and Mongo himself um, during his battle with this. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. So, and the news on a downer, unfortunately. But uh, let's get into, let's go from that to a little bit of an upper. Some figure news. Lots of stuff coming out. Figure news this week. Um, AW Series 1B. So they're releasing uh, another wave of AW figures for Series 1. Uh, they're out for pre order now on Ringside Collectibles. Uh, this whole series will have corrected corrected skin tones. So the, the skin oh, coloring will actually match more of a flesh tone. So. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the uh the young bucks I got from that set are like super pale and like super like wait, so like, you're saying pinkish, that so Chris Jericho that I got isn't black? <laughs> oh. God, um I don't know what the what the brandy is gonna look like because the first release figure is actually not bad looking. Like I don't know if the like it doesn't look like the skin tone is off. They'll make it white. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll see what they do from there. Definitely, the young bucks could use, like, could be a little tanner. Like they, they look like Seamus. But <laughs> maybe they'll make her. Maybe they'll make her figure pregnant. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. I was like, maybe they'll make her figure pregnant. <laughs> uh, so Brandy technically has two figures now. Britt Baker hasn't got a single figure yet. <laughs> oh man. That's great. So those are for free order now. Ringside collectibles, corrected skin well, tones. If you want to grab those. What's up? It came it came with correct uh, correct skin tones. The young bucks are racist. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, WWE news, uh, the new Legend series, uh, Vader and John Cena figures have been popping up in Target stores. Um, they do have separate DPCIs from the standard um, Legends assortment. Uh, Vader is 0871675565, and Cena is 0871771. Uh, have four locations uh, coming up very soon on the next aisle revision um also the ddp and freaking else what else was in the set uh bruce butter beefcake are gonna be online exclusive for a while so they will not be a, a store release while cena and vader are on shelves so i'm kind of wondering if they're gonna do these figures in waves and we'll see Vader and Cena hit first. And once we go through those, they'll send out DDP and Bruce and Barber Beefcake. Or if, well, maybe they'll just send them out in like a full set. But we are up which in the air man, on that one. Which Vader is it supposed to be? Is it Vader uh, it's or a, Big Van Vader? It's a WCW style Vader. So it's Big Van Vader. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a black singlet with um, red piping on it. Kind of looks like cracks or like barbed wire. And he comes with the uh, the Mastodon helmet. Okay, it actually looks pretty cool. And I have, I have a Vader that I'm happy with. That was like one of the first figures that they released of them. 
in the Mattel series. So I'm kind of I'm on the fence of getting this one. Oh, it looks cool. I'm probably just going to end up breaking down and buying it anyway. But uh, <laughs> the Cena is a ruthless aggression era Cena, but also no has cares. an inner interchangeable no head from no uh, last year's Firefly Funhouse match. And then comes with the uh, the Vince puppet from Firefly Funhouse. Oh, no cool. cares. Things like word life. You can't yes. see him anyway. <laughs> well, at least, well, it depends on what head you have on him. <laughs> you yeah, can't you can see one of the heads in there, but yeah, you could see him ruthless aggression there. We're talking that yeah. it's not like Dr. Thugonomic Cena. It's like debut, like I'm wow. aware of the color tights of the, of the city that we're wrestling in for whatever local sports team they have. So, yeah, that's Cena. All right, uh, Zombie Sailor Toys. Uh, the Wrestling Heels and Faces line keeps rolling out with more announcements. Uh, the Brooklyn Brawler, uh, I think we announced last, we said last week that he was added to the line. They revealed the artwork yep. for that. Looks pretty awesome. Uh, Hornswoggle. <laughs> uh, Hornswoggle was revealed at the uh, Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Live 7 show uh, last weekend. So Zombie was on hand via satellite to for that. So Swag will be added to that. And then this earlier this week, they broke news of King Kong Bundy being added to the Zombie Sailor Toys wrestling heels and faces. King so, Kong yeah. Bundy's one of the first wrestling figures I ever had. King Kong Bundy was was that dude back in the day um, until they put him in matches with midgets and. Um, guys in overalls. And he just went downhill. Oh. I had a, a rubber King Kong Bundy, a rubber Hulk Hogan, and like a rubber um, Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, you had and the LGNs. The asses and everything were like, the paint was like wore out where I fucking played with them. So you played with their asses more than you played with the rest of the toys. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 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 oh, awesome. Uh, one last little tidbit here for figure news, extreme sets and boss fight studios, uh, partnering together again for a diorama. This is going to be a legends of Lucha Libre indie style arena pop-up. So it's pretty much a full arena. Uh, has a spot in there to put a ring. Freaking awesome. Like, it, it literally when looks say, like a gym. Uh, but say, let's say when you say arena, do you mean like high school gym? Yeah, pretty much like a high school gym. So, <laughs> or like, uh, or like the local gym. It actually looks pretty cool. So, they make a good, uh, a backstage setup too for anyone looking for one. Uh, but you can pre order that now at extreme sets.com, big bad toy store. Um, I think Boss Fight has it up on their website for pre-order also. Um, so if you're looking for that, that's where you can find that at. So, all right. Rock and roll. So that's, that's it for the news and the figure news. Nothing going on there. Um, let's go. Let's go bell to bell.
didn't watch SmackDown this week. Um, I, I hardly ever do. So, something, something had the Cesaro table. Cesaro versus Jay Uso. And that's from last week, right? Hair match. Yeah. The hair versus hair match. <laughs> yeah, it was just that, and then um, Rollins ended up interfering in that match. Okay. Oh. But the match, like, all leading up to it was good. Didn't, nice. uh, did, was it, did Roman Reigns beat up Edge again? Outside of that, I don't remember. No. no. Edge wasn't on SmackDown. Uh, was there a tag title match, too? Uh, Yeah, and they lost again, as always. Okay. Yeah. So nothing major then. Nope. Oh, all right. So, uh, yeah. But the thing is, like, when I would go through and look at the results for SmackDown, like, it looks like it's a hell of a lot better than Raw. So I should probably uh, start watching SmackDown. I, mean, I think it kind of is. I mean, I think the match quality is a little better sometimes. But yeah. I just think what it comes down to is Raw should just go back. Instead of... Raw should go back and be two hours. Yeah, instead of three. Yeah, I didn't mean. I just feel like you, you think of all the like the little matches they give out that like we don't watch. Like I feel like there's a lot of matches they just throw together that we don't need to see. Pretty much. Like I don't. Oh, it's not like a, I literally don't need to see a match. Fucking Matt Riddle. No one wants to see Matt Riddle. Actually, actually, that that was I mean, my highlight of Raw. Well, yeah, I know that one but, actually was a pretty good match. That yeah. was a good match. Huh? Oh. Still. I just think that was every actually, week. Actually, that was the best so match on now. Definitely was. <laughs> I can't take Matt Riddle every week. He's... No, that's uh. He's a common difference. <laughs> uh, I think it was no, better I mean... with him on NXT because you didn't see him like every week. No. I uh, I I enjoyed the match. Like that was my highlight of Raw. Um, I mean, he had a good match with Orton. Um, he did. I, mean, I was just I surprising that Riddle got question, the win. I don't question his wrestling ability. That's not why I don't like him. It's his like personality. It's annoying. It's not like those, those damn cartoon birds when he kicks his flip flops yeah. off. That's, That's annoying. Crazy. I don't get. I don't get That's it either. Why than, he has fucking pyro? That's worse than the fucking like, choo choo train. Why do you have? Why do you have fucking pyro and then they cover it up with the fucking CGI birds? <laughs> like, makes no sense. Oh man, yeah, that's pretty bad, pretty damn bad. Um, speaking of pretty damn bad, so it looks like we finally put the nail in the coffin of retribution. Um, as Mason T Bar got unmasked during the uh, main event, so uh, everything else after this, like freaking WWE on Fox tweeting, huh? Who would have thought that's what they look like under those masks? Are you yeah, fucking serious? I, well, <laughs> that was my uh, that was my like biggest down of uh, Raw was that whole like one. It's like always the same with fucking Drew McIntyre. Like he has like a pay per view match, then comes out like a week later, gets dumped, uh, and then go it gets dumped again. Then they somehow throw him in a fucking. Um, a handicap match, 
It's like he's had a handicap match with like fucking everybody now. The Hurt Business, fucking Miz and Morrison, um, and then, uh, I mean, are Retribution gonna be done? Are they joining the Hurt Business? Like, I even see the point of having them be unmasked by fucking, um, uh, McIntyre and Strowman, like. Yeah, my biggest made no sense. Like plot wise, my biggest thing with this, if they literally, if this is where they're going with this, and that's putting Mace and T Bar in the hurt business, so you basically got rid of Alexander and to replace them with two guys. Like, I'm like, I like Dijakovic, like the other dude. Um, I can't even remember what the hell his name was. Dio Madden, like I've only I've seen him wrestle once, yeah, like I, honestly, I, and that was at an NXT live event, and wasn't that? And even though he he is local, um, to you know the Durham, Chapel Hill, Raleigh, the, the Triangle area, but I mean I need to see more to form an opinion on him, but. Right. I'm sorry, they're not the caliber of Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin nope. to to align with the Hurt business. So it's you, just you never know, Chris. You never know because I remember when people were, were pissed off that the Nation of Domination split up, and they're like, "Who's this Rock guy? And who's this uh, uh, Kama guy? Like, there's no way they're better than fucking Crush and uh, Sadio Vega." And then. What happened? We had like one of the greatest factions of fucking all time. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying, like, even even then, like Dijakovic and Dio Madden aren't aren't the same caliber as the Rock and and the Godfather. Like, so we didn't we didn't know we didn't know the Rock was going to be the Rock back then, dude. Like everybody hated them. They're like, fuck this fucking Peter. Well, that's uh, that's Peter why they put him. That's why they put him in the nation. <laughs> I know, and then he became <laughs> this fucking incredible heel, and like, Cause, so we don't know. Like, maybe you know, we'll look back. Yeah, I'll and tell like, you, you know who, you know who knew. I'll tell you who knew. Ron Simmons knew. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, oh man, but yeah, not. No. I like, I just don't think that it's like it. Just to me, like they had a great thing going with Shelton and Cedric as part of the hurt business and then just to push them out to bring in these two guys. Just, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Uh, but somebody was saying, I forgot where I heard this at. They were saying that, um, what they think is going to happen is, uh, Shelton Benjamin is going to get, end up getting the feed with, uh, Bobby Lashley. And uh, what people don't know is that Shelton Benjamin and Brock Lesnar were tag team partners in uh, Ohio Valley, I believe. The Minnesota and Wrecking Brock, Crew. Yeah. So uh, Brock Lesnar is uh, going to come save his ex tag team partner and uh, <laughs> and come back to WWE. I don't. I don't really see that one happening though either. Because it, it's not. It's not happening. But yeah, it's good time fixing. Because the last time they tried to do something like that, <laughs> Lesnar destroyed Shelton. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, Alexa Bliss 
put the uh, entire women's roster on notice, um, her and Lily. I got to say, I really enjoyed that segment. Just the fact that they took all these pictures of Alexa when she was and put those pictures, but actually did the work and made like she actually fit in those pictures. So I loved it. It was awesome. So like, uh, like I, even I the one with her it. hugging Lily looked actually like natural, like a, like so, it was an actual photo. So uh, I was watching the Alexa from uh, last week uh, mm-hmm. when she uh, had the, the Lily doll and I yeah. showed it to my girlfriend and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you probably shouldn't see this doll before bed. That is a creepy ass fucking doll. <laughs> I love the teeth on it. How it's got little skulls in the teeth. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No. That is great. So I'm really interested to see where this is going now. Like I've I've actually I've been a fan of the story arc for like since the feud with Orton and the whole thing, and I just want to. It's it's intriguing. Just to see. yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's some of the bigger stuff from Raw. You guys, anything else from Raw you guys want to talk about? Mm, uh, no. No. Bitch on what I wanted to bitch on. Okay. All right. Uh, NXT this week. Um, Cruiserweight title open challenge. Kushida taking on Oni Lorkin. That was a hell of a matchup. It Pretty was. Up till, but... till the end. My only downfall, uh, or my only down for NXT, or the hour I watched it on Hulu, uh, <laughs> was them, <laughs> was the commentators, like, focusing on, uh, she did not have any uh, boots on, or shoes on. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. They're that, that was I'm bad. like, what the fuck? <laughs> <That> <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> that's, that's my thing. Like, he had boots on last week. <laughs> then this week, he's got nothing on. Like I don't like the new. <laughs> I don't like the new look though. Like I'm gonna have to get used to it. Like I like the the Back to the Future like Marty McFly type look that he had before. Like I don't yeah. I don't like this one. Like I know they're trying to to do do it so they can make him a little more marketable, without having to do like worry about copyright stuff and everything like that with the whole the Back to the Future thing, but. I mean, I I don't know. I guess I'm more because I love Back to the Future. Like that was one of the things that, like, I really picked up on the first time that I watched Kushida on ROH, and like the whole like the red the red vest and you know the the tights that look like the freaking hoverboard. So I was that's part of the reason why I, you know, I took notice of him at first, and then you know watch the actual match and like she's a girl, but I just like the other look. You, you want to know what my high nitpicky. of uh, my high of uh, NXT was? Uh, Cameron Grimes losing the uh, NFT auction to Ted DiBiase. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking dying. I was like, oh, so man. great. <laughs> Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. <laughs> Uh, oh, so that's awesome! I am so. We talked about it last week with uh, with Ted being on that um, other podcast um, about him coming in to do some work with NXT. So they're definitely laying the groundwork for that with that 
of that little angle this week. So I'm excited for that. I was like, excited for that. That's going to be awesome. I was excited so. to see uh, Candice LeRae get her ass kicked by uh, Chatsy and Ember. It was funny as hell. Oh, that was great. <laughs> I was like, oh, give her five minutes. Oh, I'll give you five I, minutes. <laughs> I, I saw him. He, he stared at me. <laughs> Bro, the way needs to stop cock blocking Indy and just let her let her have her moment. Yep. It's like every time she gets close. Like, but we don't know what happened last week though, because like Loomis carried Indy out the out the damn arena. Yeah. Last week. No. I don't know. But uh yeah, that and uh the Kyle O'Reilly um Cameron Grimes match is really good. Yep. Um I don't know how I feel about this new Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, he's kind of weird. Yeah, I, I kind of like yeah. the badass Kyle O'Reilly that doesn't talk. So I said the, I said the dork, like he seems like that, like dumbass at a party or something. You know what I mean? Like the dude <laughs> yeah. that thinks he's cooler than what he really is. Yeah, he pretty much thinks he's me. Oh, <laughs> 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 at every high school party I've ever went to. In my mid twenties, high school party in your mid twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Chris! How many times you saw that test, dude? <laughs> Chris is like, all right, all right, all right. One thing I love about these high school girls, I get older. They, they stay the same age. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh man I didn't get invited to high school parties in high school you think I'd go be getting invited in my mid 20s like come on man <laughs> there's gonna be a beer bus later on <laughs> party at the moon tower <laughs> hey you guys you let me come to your party I'll get you some beer Come on, man. I got I get you. It's a beer for you. And the older you get, the more rules they're going to try to get you to follow. You just got to keep <laughs> living, man. L-I-V-A. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I don't know. The match was great. I mean, obviously, and Cameron Grimes is going to put on a hell of a match to begin with. They're- uh, the character, the character, I just can't. I can't get behind. It's like he wanted to play air guitar to the music, but couldn't because the music sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... so true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he knows its music sucks. He's just like, uh... like he tried, and he's like, I, I'm not going to do that, and it, it just look awkward as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, poor Kyle. <laughs> poor Kyle. Can we get this man some better music? Yeah. Bring back Jim. Bring back Jim Johnson. Yeah. Let him do some music for Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> or, even, or hire Jimmy Hart. Like somebody. Because <laughs> this new guy sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, NXT. NXT was great this week. Um, AEW was great this week. Uh, NW. Did watch him NWA this week? That was pretty solid too. So 
was it? Great, great week of wrestling. It was. Um, we had uh Sal Ronaldo get his uh tag team match against Kratos. Um, said he had a tag team partner who was on his way, and it was a former NWA World Champion. Um, of course, nobody showed up, and then it got to the point where Kratos was beating down. Sal, when he clearly could have, you know, won the match at any time. Uh, Tim Storm leaves, gets up on the, the apron and uh, pretty much distracts uh, uh, Kratos. And Sal gets the roll up on Kratos for the three. And Sal gets his first ever win in NWA. <laughs> but uh, the biggest thing was like Storm supposed to be Sal's partner to begin with, or was it somebody else? That's going to be the big. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I think it's supposed to be Rick Flair, and he didn't show. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, let's see. We had a uh, genocide who debuted a couple weeks ago on NWA. Uh, she kind of looking like a like a robot with her face painted like all grayish. Uh, she took on Camille. Uh, Camille, of course, got the win. This match was actually pretty good. It was a little bit different seeing Camille. Um, actually not dominate a match um, and actually take on somebody that could match her in like size and strength. Um, but Camille did pick up the win after her speed. Uh, Molina comes out to check on Genocide and then uh, Molina eats a spear from Camille as well. Thunder Rosa comes out and she's yelling from the outside the ring. Uh, Tyrus goes back and forth with the Pope um, over the TV title. Uh, Pope tells him he's got to earn his shot. So Tyrus puts himself into a triple threat match for number one contender. Tyrus, of course, wins that matchup. So he's the number one contender for the TV title. Uh, then Trevor Murdoch gets beat down after uh, Nick Aldis's main event exhibition match with Jordan Clearwater. Uh, Strictly Business comes out, Chris Adonis and uh, Tom Latimer, and they beat down Trevor Murdoch to close the show. Uh, fortunately, nobody came out to uh, to save Murdoch, but we're definitely building to uh, Nick Nick Aldis versus Trevor Murdoch from the the ten pounds of gold. So, be... uh, can we go back to you said what was that person's name? Genocide. 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 So they're like a fucking racist or something, or like a Nazi, or she's supposed to be a robot. <laughs> Her name is actually what, Jenna. Oh, okay. So it's J E N N A side genocide. Okay. <laughs> so is there is there any like particular like racial group or ethnic group she's trying to murder or? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's kind, of, that's kind of a weird name. You know what I mean? That's like coming out and like, oh, my name's the amazing racist there. <laughs> <laughs> Miss <Pretty> Nazi. Much. <laughs> uh, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, NWA did also announce to their next pay-per-view event, which will be on June 6th. Uh, the title of that event is called When Our Shadows Fall. Kind of got like a little carnival type uh, feel to it for the, the event poster, so uh, well, I'm sure we'll be seeing uh, Trevor Murdoch take on uh, Nick Aldis at that event. Uh, might order that one. Might not. We'll see. 
Uh, so yeah, NWO is pretty good. And AEW this week, a couple things on here. Billy Gunn on TV, actually hey, in a match, yeah. not at ringside. Dude looking nice, good for 57 years old. Let me tell you. What a nice, what a nice ass. Yeah, he's a, he's definitely an ass man. I'm an ass man too. <laughs> oh man, that was that was a pretty solid match though. Um, um I mean, no, it wasn't. I mean, from Billy Gunn's part, QT Marshall, oh, not so yeah. much. So yeah, like I I saw so many tweets uh, after that saying can. Can the Rhodes family just bury QT now so we don't have to see him again? Uh, yeah. It's like, oh my God, like QT is so terrible. Like, I don't know what will possess him. I still don't understand giving him a stable and all this other yeah. shit. But uh, well, the plus side, we got Billy Gunn on Dynamite. So yeah. uh with two is uh women's title match with Hikaru Shida taking on Ty Conti. Great, great match. Um, I really think WWE or NXT dropped the ball with Ty Conti. Like, I think they had something with her. Um, she's definitely showcasing what she can do in AEW the last few weeks. So, um, and she does, she does just a great champion to begin with. So, um, after the end of that match, Britt Baker came out after she, of course, picks up the win over Conti. Um, Britt Baker comes out and then announces she is now the number one ranked woman on AEW's roster. So she is next in line for Sheeta's title, um, which I could see fifth or possibly at their next pay per view. Um, hopefully, they do it at the pay per view so they can give it a little more um, sense and doing it in like two weeks. Yeah. They're going to do it in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, main event, Jungle Boy versus with a TNT title. Apparently, there is a fan vote, and the fan boy. I noticed that Sting must be helping uh, a lot more detail than typically. Oh, Darby's face paint. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Who knows? Stinger must be giving him some uh, tips. <clears throat> I don't know what Sting doing getting in the face of Luchasaurus, though. <laughs> like, a dumb move, but I mean, the match is great. Uh, then, of course, we had the end where someone, uh, then Lance Archer came out and destroyed. Oh, who the hell ran in at the end of that match? Was that, That's how bad it was because AEW does run-ins like all the damn time in their main events. So. There's a run-in in every match. Let's say, you were talking yeah, about, there was, you actually. You about the other matches. Uh, Ricky Starks and Adam Page. Match. What's the thing they got this out there? What got in the ring? Oh, um, Taz's out. son. That was a good. The cage came out. Yeah, it was a really good match. And then I forgot about Gage that one. Came so. out and then inter- got. And Hobbs had a match after the. 
I know Ricky Sarks came out. The Dark Order yeah, came out okay. at the end of the the Hangman Page match to kind of back up, back up Page. There, there's so many. It's like, it's like how many, how many people can we get on TV in two hours? <laughs> uh, it was bad, but their their show, their ratings are going up. Um, second in a row, they've been over a million. Um, NXT continues to climb as well. They haven't reached a million yet, but they're on the cusp of doing that. It's like one good, one good match could probably put them over that that mark. But we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Or if they um, impacts. The rock. The rock yeah. on me. And Rock will put it over like two million. <laughs> or the like million. Monday Night Raw numbers. <laughs> and the million. Uh, impact this week, not much. Built to Rebellion this Sunday. Uh, we did get the debut of Rachel Ellering, who will be teaming with Jordan Grace at Rebellion to take on uh, Fire and Flava, uh, Kira Hogan, and Tasha Seals for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Oh. Added that to a uh, already stacked card here. Um, let's talk a bit about Rebellion. Um, of course, this is being headlined by Rich Swan taking on Kenny Omega. Title versus title match. Uh, winner will walk out as the Impact and Champion. Uh, Finn Juice is defending their TNA, or not TNA, Impact Tag Team Championships against the Good Brothers. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo defends the Knockouts Championship against Tennille Dashwood. Uh, Ace Austin versus Josh, uh, Josh Alexander versus TJP for the Impact X Division Championship. Uh, we got Matt Cardona taking on Brian Myers. Trey Miguel versus Sammy Callahan. Uh, Eight-man tag match. Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack taking design, of course, which is Eric Young, uh, Diener, Joe Doring, and Rhino. And Sag title, Fire and Flavor, taking on Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering. Um, the pay-per-view is 40 bucks. All right, here's here's what you need to know. Ooh. Kenny Omega is going to win. It's not going to be matching the night. Finn Juice, going to win. No, he's not. Don't care about the good brothers. Uh, hopefully, the Adipurazzo retain. I'm going, what's this one? Uh, Ace Austin. Let's hope Ace Austin. Let's do this together. <laughs> um, Matt Cardona. He's, so this is what's going to happen this match. Matt Cardona is going to take Brian Myers' other eye. So Brian Myers is going to be blind. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hopefully Trey Miguel wins. Uh, probably Violet by Design is going to lose, but we'll see. And uh, Fire and Flavor are going to lose. There's my predictions. There you go. That's all you need. Uh, you okay. Pay-per-view? There's a uh, 40 bucks. <laughs> I just saved all of you 40 bucks. Well, I was going to say, this pay-per-view is 40 bucks. I was contemplating getting it. So. <laughs> now you don't need because... it. I just gave you the, all the answers. <laughs> Dude, if you got anybody other than Rich Swan winning here, you're a fool. He's gonna win this. Really? <laughs> yeah. See so it win by DQ. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna win. <laughs> uh see a lot of a lot of speculation going around that this match will probably may end in a double DQ or a double count out. 
something to the point where you know the impact title doesn't actually leave impact but i think they're going all the way and i think omega is going to take that title and it's it's going to be kenny omega defending the impact title and the aw world championship See, and then i think he's going to go they should do this is what i think they should do they should they should let him win then he should challenge for the uh japan world title the IWGP. Yep. Then he, he should hold all of them. And then in one night, he defend all back. On oh, Monday Night Raw. Then we get the fall <laughs> of Omega. <laughs> <laughs> the fall of Omega. Have him defend them all against uh, fucking Roman Reigns for the head of the table. <laughs> <laughs> the head of the table is more important than all of these titles combined. I need it. <laughs> oh man! Oh my god, that's so great. Then we find, then we find out it was really uh, Nia Jax that was the head of the table. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! My hole. <laughs> oh man! But other other than that, this pay per view like there's a lot of decent matches on this pay per view. Um, there's like maybe like one or two. Uh, Deanna Perazzo versus Keenel Dashwood should be pretty solid. Um, I'm de- thinking Deanna's Deanna's definitely going to retain. Finn Juice versus Good Brothers. Finn, I don't see Good Brothers getting those titles back unless there's some sort of interference by like Don Callis or something. But let's see if Finn Juice retain. Um. Who the hell's X Division champion right now? It's TJP. TJP. I think Ace Austin's going to yeah. beat him. I'm, they've been on a tear with Josh Alexander recently, too. So I can see Alexander picking up the win for that one. Yeah, uh, I'm all, going with I Myers. Mean, I think they all could, to be fair. I, that, that match can go either way, honestly. Um, I think Alexander's going to pick yep. up the win. Uh, Myers over Cardona. Because I'm more, I'm a bigger Myers fan than I am a Cardona fan. The two of them, like, I love both of them, but I, I like, I gravitate a little more. Uh, Trey Miguel over Callahan and Violet by Design over the other four. And, oh, that's a tough one. Fire and Flavor have been on a roll. I do love me some Kira Hogan. Um, I'm, I'm taking Fire and Flavor to retain on that one. Flavor. Flavor. This should be should be a good pay per view. Huh? It will be. There you go. Carl, you got any any bold? Pre- he already had one. I think I, get, I, think I gave I the mean, boldest prediction, man. We the boldest rich swan. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we'll man. see what happens. Yeah. Uh, you can sign up now for the Impact Plus service and get two months free using the Kabillion X. You get two months free and you cancel at any time. So get months of uh, Impact stuff and then cancel it. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll, I'll, be, uh, I'll be working, so I probably will uh, download it on a 
porn website uh, probably <laughs> Monday afternoon when it gets uploaded. <laughs> oh, awesome. If you uh, go to a porn site, not only to you know pleasure yourself, but watch some wrestling as well. <laughs> Two different kinds of wrestling. <laughs> I probably, I probably, I probably shouldn't say that. I probably shouldn't say that because now they probably be all like taken down, like copyright strike. People realize, like, oh shit, there's fucking wrestling on porn sites. Like, yep. There, there's it's always been. I'll just say there's, there's always wrestling on porn sites. <laughs> whatever it's just whatever wrestling you're actually looking for there's not enough people that listen to us actually that's gonna care about that so. <laughs> oh and awesome and Vince McMahon is like listening to us right now like, oh yeah <laughs> it's good shit <laughs> what's this good shit what what website was that again <laughs> I didn't say the website, Heart. so you got to go. You got to go on all of them, <laughs> and there's millions. It's like the rocks. I need to log into my Pornhub account. <laughs> <laughs> no, Linda, it's research. <laughs> I'm looking for our content. <laughs> oh, great! So that. I'll bell to bell. So that's gonna that's wrapping up the week in review for wrestling in ring action. Rebellion pay per view is on Sunday night. Definitely check that out for this is the most talked about match right now. Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega. Maro Ranallo commentary team for that match. So uh, if that doesn't get you hype, I don't know what will. So um, let's go from that. Let's jump into the vintage throwdown. Which I watched this week. I know you guys can't believe it. It's amazing. Oh, on top of that, the vintage story I was brought to you by stackofcards.com. That is stackofcards.com with a Z. Best place to get your trip. There's new packs or vintage, new inventory added to the site every Friday. You always have a different Friday packs to check out range from football, baseball. Wrestling, Ninja Turtles, a whole bunch of other stuff. Smallville, Smallville trading cards up on there. Star Trek, all kinds of awesome stuff. Whatever your fandom is, check that out. And be sure to use the code VINTAGE at checkout, and we'll save an additional 10% on your entire order. So check out stackofcards.com today. All right, so this week, the VINTAGE Throwdown um, with... Of course, last week of the news of Samoa Joe being released, uh, kind of took a trip back to 2006 TNA, Six Sides of Steel, uh, on pay-per-view, um, arguably one of the best runs of Kurt career and probably one of the best fuses that he had an impact. Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe. You, you know one thing that I want to say about this match? There's nothing oh, about the are. match, just just specifically about Samoa Joe. I don't think he's gained or lost any weight at all over the years. He looks exactly he no he he has it looks like he got older. <laughs> he's he's gained and lost uh, weight. Uh, he just has to like watch more than one video. Uh. Yeah, there was um, um if you go back to like when I was looking at Samoa Joe's like older matches. 
Like there was one from Ring of Honor with him and CM Punk, and like was like a lot smaller than what he was in Impact. Yeah, it was it was crazy, but but uh yeah. So we get the opening that opening, uh, of course the intros and stuff. Samoa Joe comes out with some uh Samoan fire dancers. You know, um, uh, you know he actually hated that that they did that too. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised because I forgot pretty bad. I forgot where I heard <laughs> I forgot where I heard it from. Uh, but like, cause his idea would like Samoa Joe. Was it like he's supposed to be like a new generation, not like your typical like Samoan uh, wrestler. And yeah. he was a little upset that they decided to bring in the, the fire dancers for him. Well, I mean, when you're when you're rolling with freaking um, uh, fucking hell, uh, Jeff Jarrett and Dutch Mantel is creative. Like that's. Unfortunately, what you're going to get. <laughs> was that uh, was that creative or? at the time, or was it? Uh, I want to say like Quentin Cornette there at the time too. Ah, uh, probably. Yeah, he was because he was in that uh, video package thing. But my bad, I got the year wrong. This is uh, lockdown 2008, not 2006. My bad. Let me correct that here. So they, uh, I think they did. I think they did wrestle in two. Well, no, they might not have wrestled. Uh, in yeah, lockdown two thousand six was Joe versus Sab. Yeah, two thousand eight was Joe versus uh, Angle in the lockdown. Yeah, that's for the world title. Oh. I, I, all of uh, Joe and Angle's matches are pretty good, though. And uh, absolutely, yeah. and this is like, this is kind of like peak TNA for me. Um, yeah. This is I was hardcore watching Impact um every yeah. week uh during this time frame. Um like you had a lot of good stuff. This this like the the women's wrestling was probably some of the best that was on TV right now. You had Gail Kim at her peak, um, awesome Kong, um, Taylor Wilde, who will be coming back to Impact as well. Uh, you had her, uh the prime, beautiful people. Like there's just so much going on with Impact into like kind of like 2006 you know almost like 2010 like they had a pretty solid run so yeah yeah i would say those years but um yeah so this one role title match mojo versus kurt angle six sides of steel um samoa joe's first title win heavyweight championship win and the impact came from this match yeah um like it's like you had a lot of good submission holds, a lot of great mat wrestling, yeah. um, very physical too. So it's probably one of the. Yeah. I'm not one of the best I'm matches off say, that pay per view. Oh, I I can't remember every match on that pay per view. Um, I remember like watching it at the time. Um, I was the match. I really enjoyed the match. Um, seeing Samoa Joe win. Um. You know, because uh, I was a fan of his ever since he came in. He, he like, had like an undefeated streak and then won the X Division title. And uh, uh, I was a big fan of Samojo. Going back and watching it now, though, um, it was like, it seemed like they tried to make it a little bit more of like an MMA match rather than like a wrestling match. 
Um, yeah. Um, and you know, I, I it wasn't as good as like I remember it being. You know what I mean? Um, but it, I mean, it's still a good match. Like it's it's worth a watch. Um, but it's like they're they were trying to go with more of like an MMA. Cause I guess because they're in the steel cage. Cause it's not like a it's not like a steel cage match like your traditional like oh he's breaking them against the steel cage and um it was more of like a like these guys can't escape like steel cage match and it was more of like a like a MMA type type fight yeah yeah definitely like all the submission wrestling and all that other stuff so. The hell is this? Um, but yeah, it was definitely one of the better matches on that entire card, though. Um, the yeah. whole the the card itself wasn't bad. I'm looking at it now. It's uh Jay Lethal um as a six man escape championship. Uh Jay Lethal defeated Consequence Consequences Creed, Curry Man, Johnny Divine, Shark Boy, and Sanjay Dutt. Uh, Roxy Laveau wins a Queen of the Cage match to become number one contender for the Knockouts Championship. Um, Angelina Love, Christy Hemi, Miss Jackie, Rocka Salinas, Tracy Brooks, and Velvet Sky were all involved in that match as well. BG James took on Kip James. So, oh, no. know who that is? Uh, Garrett? The Road Dog and Billy Gunn. Oh, damn. <laughs> you ruined it, Chris. I was going to say, forget who you guess who that was. We would have been here for an hour. <laughs> shout out to sanjay dutt man that was like one of my uh, one of my favorite wrestlers too in um in tna uh the sprinkler Sanjay's man yeah that was the look up the sprinkler garrett whenever you have a, a chance uh it was pretty kick-ass move sanjay dutt oh, and the sprinkler from the himalayas uh, yeah, Consequences Creed, man. Gary, you should know what Consequences Creed is. Yep. You do? Yeah. Okay. I forgot you saw the uh, tape. Well, remember him and Truth were con- <laughs> Truth and Consequences. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, let's see. There's a six-team cuffed in match. Uh, Kaz and Super Eric defeated Black Rain and Relic. Black Rain is Gold Dust. Uh, Latin American Exchange, which is the best iteration of LAX, Hernandez and Homicide. Motor City Machine Guns, Petey Williams and Scott Steiner. Oh, man, Petey Williams and Scott Steiner. That was Mm -hmm. great stuff. Uh, Rock and Rave Infection, Jimmy Rave and Lance Hoyt, um, other known as Lance Archer. Uh, Gail Kim and ODB defeated Awesome Kong and Raisha Saeed in Six Sides of Steel. Uh, tag Team Cage Match. Booker T and Charmel defeated Robert Roode and Peyton Banks um, in Intergender Tag Match. And then you had the five-on-five lethal lockdown. Uh, team Cage versus Team Tomco. So it's Christian Cage, Kevin Nash, Matt Morgan, Rhino, and Sting. Uh, team Tomco was eight. A- Storm, Tyson Tomko, and Team 3D in their corner. Uh, so Team Cage ended up winning that match. And of course, Mojo defeated TNA World Champion. So, pretty solid. But 
Yeah, and but... what Hogan and fucking Eric Bischoff came in and fucked everything and up. Fuck <laughs> everything up. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, but yeah, Angle and Joe, like, like I said, that was Angle did like his best work in in Impact, like in ring wise. Like that was some yeah. of the best wrestling that he's done in his entire career. Yeah, um, I I don't remember the pay per view uh, right offhand. But I remember talking to you about it, Chris. The pay per view where like Angle defends all the titles in one night. Oh yeah. Um, that I think he uh, didn't he versus Samoa on that pay per view. I think so. Yeah, that was probably like the best match of that pay per view too. Uh, like I said, uh, him and Samoa had a pretty good rival uh, in uh, TNA. Uh, some of Kurt Angle's best work. Some of Samoa Joe's best work. Um. In wrestling, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Kurt Angle wins every title. At Hard Justice. Uh, yeah. TNA No Surrender 2007 defended all three titles in one night. When uh, uh, him and Sting wrestled uh, Pac-Man Jones and R-Truth for the tag titles. Uh, Jay, Jay Lethal, like couldn't wrestle, so like he didn't do anything like the whole match, like because he was yeah, he literally uh, had to stand on the Titans. He was on the Titans, and he had a no compete clause. (laughs) That you had, uh, it's actually Jay Lethal who wrestled Angle for the X Division title. On that pay-per-view, and then Abyss and Angle went at it for the World Heavyweight title. Oh, yeah, Jay Lethal. That's who it was. That was the best match on the thing. Jay Lethal, Angle. Yeah. Uh, what pay-per-view? I want to say there's a pay-per-view where Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe wrestled for a title, but I, that wasn't the world title, but I can't remember. Yeah, I don't... But, it might have been like yeah. the X Division title or something. Yeah. Legends title. I'm not 100% sure. But um, but yeah, definitely check that out. Um, if you got Impact Plus, you can find it on there. Um, you can find it on YouTube. Uh, it's Angle versus Samoa Joe from Lock 8. Uh, over the next few weeks, though, we're going to be taking a trip to uh, back to 2007 MTV. Wrestling Society X. I'm excited for this. Like I <laughs> watched the first episode. Carl and I watched the first episodes. Um, <laughs> oh man, let me tell you how awesomely bad was Wrestling Society X. Literally like a freaking train wreck that you couldn't take your eyes off of. <laughs> um, but this this was your if you didn't know of Jack Evans. This was pretty much your first exposure to Jack Evans. Uh, the first time I saw Teddy Hart wrestle, uh, we literally had a freaking ladder match for two contracts, which set up a title match between Vampiro and X-Pac on the following episode, the following week's episode. Six-Pac. Six-Pac. Well, Six-Pac, X-Pac, same person. (laughs) Sean Waltman. (laughs) kid 
the Viking the kid. That, the guy that's in the Hall of Fame too many times, kid. <laughs> hey, hey, he was a good wrestler, dude. I uh, he was actually like a lot of people give give. He wasn't bad in the ring. Um, speaking of that, real quick, I forgot to put this in the news too. Apparently, Sami Zayn had requested to try to wrestle Waltman at SummerSlam last year. But uh, Waltman was um, rehabbing an injury. But, uh, no, I thought he was going to say rehabbing. I was like, Amy, always rehabbing? <laughs> but um, he said he was more than willing to wrestle Sam Zane, um at SummerSlam next year. It's not. I don't know why not this year, but I don't know if he's got prior commitments or whatever. He just wants to get in ring shape. But uh, he said SummerSlam 2022, he is down to wrestle Sami Zayn. What about WrestleMania? Uh, yeah, WrestleMania, definitely. I'd rather see that at WrestleMania, not SummerSlam. That's a WrestleMania caliber match. So, as long as it's the same. <laughs> I'll tell you, like, I would I would love to see that matchup. Sami Zayn versus Xbox. That would be great. Um, But X gave us a lot of shit, man. A lot of crazy, crazy shit. So... Um, well, so we'll be looking at that over the next few weeks and uh, rolling through that for our vintage story. Uh, yeah, Wrestle Gun Wrestling Federation. Uh, we're actually going to continue hiatus on this until the beginning of May. Uh, we just, the three of us have just a lot of stuff going on, um, to sit down for stuff. So we will definitely be up at the beginning of May. No ifs, ands, or buts. We will get it done and we'll bring it back. Um, Theme of the week, Carl. It is your pick again for theme of the week. Shit, why you always hit me with a surprise, man? Just <laughs> <laughs> to know when it's your week, buddy. <laughs> uh, do I ever know when it's my week, Chris? I mean, uh, Garrett? No. No, you don't. <laughs> All right. Nope. Which is odd because, like, you're after me. <laughs> All right. Um,. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Samoa Joe's uh, first TNA uh, entrance music since we were talking about Samoa Joe. Yeah. I do like that music, though. All right. Sounds good to me. TNA had some great themes, man. Like, some of those TNA themes are a hell of a lot better than their WWE themes. Like, Angles. Yep. theme was awesome. Yep. Samoa Joe... Uh, Christians, which he's usually now at AEW, was great. Lots of good stuff. Though. All right, well that's gonna that's gonna wrap us up this week. Um, really don't have uh, anything else here, so uh, be sure, like I said, check us out on Instagram at WrestleGettingPod with two Ds um, for the collection for the underscore collection. Twitter, WrestleGettingPod with 1D. Facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod with 1D as well. YouTube.com slash For The Collection. And check out our Pro Wrestling Tees store at ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleGettingPodcast. Pick up some new shirts. Make sure you sign up for, or not sign up, but download the Pro Wrestling Tees app. They like to do flash sales on there as well. Um, there's an, actually an Earth Day sale years ago uh, where they're dropping another 15% off. So check those out also and be sure to check out our brothers in podcasting four horsemen of pod of wrestling podcast 
Fig Cave, the Run-In Podcast, and the Call-Up. Uh, give those guys all a follow, subscribe to their stuff. Great shows to listen to. Definitely can't miss each week. Um, on that note, we're going to send it home. So, on behalf of myself, Chris the Heat Matthews, Garrett G. Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland, this has been episode 89 of the WrestleGannon Podcast. Later, Marks. Fun fact, Shirley Temple was born today in 1928. Rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) I I legit was not expecting that. I was expecting something stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Good moment where you should have that thing that goes, the more you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 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 <laughs>